Hey guys, welcome to The Good, The Bad and The Ghosted, a brand new dating podcast that will take you through the good, the bad and everything in between. Each week I'll be chatting to different guests about everything from lockdown love, dating in the public eye, marriage, dating and mental health and so much more. Trust me, you are not going to want to miss this. On today's episode, I am chatting to singer, songwriter, presenter and footballer extraordinaire Chelsea Grimes, where we discuss the importance of boundaries, self-love and exactly how she dealt with having her private life spread across the tabloids. Chelsea, welcome to The Good, The Bad and The Ghosted. Oh my God, I've just been saying to you then before everyone was listening, I can't believe you didn't do this sooner because you are <laughs> the perfect person for this podcast. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know, I'm really, really excited to be doing it, actually, and I've got some amazing guests. And this is actually the first one I've done um, remotely. So it's, you know, with all lockdown and everything like that, I'm hoping it works okay, so fingers crossed. (laughs) I'm going to be your number one fan, trust me, I'm there with you. I know, I'm so excited, (laughs) best fan to have. So how have you been during lockdown? What's been going on? I've been good, I'm missing you a lot. For everyone that didn't know, I lived with Sarah for, like... (laughs) Six, seven months. I don't even know how long. It felt like a lot longer, but um well, yeah, I've been good. You was you was good too. But um <laughs> yeah, I've moved back to Liverpool, I've grown up a bit and bought a house and I've been learning how to drive and everything else in between. But I'm okay. I've actually dealt with lockdown quite well, I feel like. So good. it's not well, been I too mean, bad. To be honest, from where I'm sat, you are just so, so busy. You seem to have your toe <laughs> dipped in every single thing. Yeah, um, usually people say fingers and all the pies, but I think you know me so I know, I was going to say that, but I wasn't sure if that was the right analogy or not. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been non-stop, to be fair. I've had a busy lockdown, but like I said, I can't complain with everything going on in the world. It's been, um, mm-hmm. I've been one of the lucky ones. So yeah, just getting on with it really and trying to stay safe and stay healthy and happy. Obviously being so busy, how do you have time to date? Do you have time to date? Well, when I lived (laughs) with you guys in London, I had a bit more time since I've been back. Even like having a house has been mental, trying to just, today I got my beds in and all that, it's been a bit mad, but I don't know about dating, to be honest. I'm not on any apps at the minute. I'm trying to do like this whole find myself, Mm -hmm. you know, sort out my boundaries. I'm I'm doing a bit of self-reflection at the minute. Some soul-searching. Yeah, I am. I think I've always like been like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm fine. It's them. It's all. And, it, and to be fair, it gets to a point and it's got to me turning 28 where I was like, you know what? As much as I can blame everyone else for why my relationships maybe aren't working out, it's also me and me, you know, just not being able to like walk away. And I've found out that I'm a bit of a like codependent person. It goes really deep, which we can get to, but yeah, it's definitely soul searching at the minute. So I'm not having any time to date at all right now. You know what, though? I think that is so, so important. And I know it's such a cliche thing to say, but when they say you need to love yourself before you love somebody else, I could not agree more with that, to be honest. I think it's so, so important that you're happy in yourself, you're happy in your own company, um, for you to be able to move forward and then therefore give yourself to somebody and be able to to put together a really happy relationship. Yeah, it's true. I think, you know, in this day and age, it's so difficult to 
to kind of have them battles with people you know you might have a few arguments but like everyone says with the whole instagram and social media it's like one swipe and there's someone else who looks interesting and they oh look how look at them they're working out well my girlfriend doesn't work out and that's what i want in someone and it's so easy to just forget what you've got with one person and just have this whole fantasy of someone else just by like a picture or you know a few stories so yeah exactly it's so easy to build up somebody when you don't even know them 100 percent, and i think um it's like anything you know i've definitely sat on instagram looked at someone for oh my god she's unreal look at like look at all that amazing the things that they're doing and then you might meet them and they might just it's a whole different thing so instagram is for sure a lie um i've definitely grown up from that now yeah and also like on that subject what's your thought on the whole social media thing with it being you know generally everyone knows that it is like everyone's best parts their show reel if you will with you obviously using social media to, to promote what you're doing what how do you find like the negative side of things with like do you get any trolling or like you know what's your thoughts on the whole social media thing at the moment yeah i mean if people follow me on social media i have a laugh with it so i i've been reposting like loads of my dms lately and it's just funny to see what gets sent to me um i think i i take it with a pinch of salt as, yeah. as much like you said i use it for work mainly for you know whatever i'm doing and for for things that i stand for and and places like that but it is a place where people can reach you and you know i've definitely gone on an instagram date before someone slid in the dms and i've been like the oh yeah way. okay <laughs> yeah it's you know it's 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 the world we live in um but with the trolling and stuff yeah i don't i don't really pay that much attention i get more love than hate so that's good you've just got to look at it like that yeah, yeah totally and just focus on the love and the positives that you do get yeah and not all the weirdos <laughs> yeah oh christ i dread to think <laughs> So obviously you said you weren't on any apps at the moment, but mm -hmm. dating in the public eye is different. So there are apps out there where I think it's Raya and things like that, where it's obviously for people who are in the limelight or work in the entertainment industry. Is that your, you know, when you are looking to date, is that the one um, channel that you use or do you kind of, you know, slide into like your girl's DMs or like, how does it work? <laughs> DMs, I, I believe DMs are better. Raya, I'm on Raya, I am actually on Raya, but my membership runs out in like four days and I've not renewed it because I had it for like a year's membership or something. But it's just so phony, like all the people there are just, you know, if people don't know what it's like, it's kind of like Tinder or Hinge or whatever where you swipe, but it's like a showreel, so you pick a song and it like plays like a slideshow. Oh my God, yeah, I remember you showing me yeah, this. Yeah, it's like a slideshow like of pictures. Sterile. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's, it's so weird, but like, I mean, I'm on it, so I can't slate it too bad, but it is just a bit phony. Like everyone puts like the, the it's the worst when people put pictures of like them on a red carpet and you're just oh like, God, oh God. Yeah. Um, so that is a lot, that happens a lot. Um, yeah, I haven't ever found anyone on Raya, though. I think DMs is definitely the way forward for me because you get more of a broader scale, even though I've just kind of contradicted myself yeah. <laughs> and said don't look like that. But you get more of a realistic approach from someone on Instagram, I do think, rather than Raya. Yeah. So obviously going down the whole Instagram route and when you do meet people that way, you have to have some concern of the people that are perhaps getting in touch with you that you know they're doing it for the right reasons they actually like you for who you are rather than potentially what you can maybe get them or money or whatever like do you have concerns with that like or any sort of horror stories of things that you've dealt with in the past with people basically wanting you for the wrong reasons yeah definitely I think um 
that's my biggest thing as well as as much as like I just was mentioning like I think I feel like in the past I've been a bit like codependent on people and um I give people like way too many chances as I'm sure you know um, <laughs> we won't dive into that I know <laughs> uh, we're not gonna but I I just I always want to see the good in people and because that's not in my nature at all I would rather someone works in you know a nine to five that they love the passionate about it can just get by you know is good to me loves me rather than someone with a million pounds in the bank who can buy me a pair of shoes and say shut up I'm out with the girls yeah. tonight or the lads or whatever um for me I don't have that incentive in me to go after someone just for what they could do for me I'm too I'm too much of a proud person yeah. so I never I, I'm quite naive and think oh people aren't like that surely but yet I've definitely dated people in the past where you know it's gone from, oh, you know, that place looks lovely for dinner. Should we go there? And I've been trying to, like, show off a bit. All right, yeah, dog. And then it was, oh, can you get me them concert tickets? Should we no Should we upgrade way. our villa on holiday to this? And it, and then it starts getting a bit like, okay, well, I'm doing a lot. Yeah, what, what are you doing apart from just Yeah, what are you bringing things? to the party? Yeah, and I think it's horrible because you don't want to see that or you don't want to feel like that's all you've got to offer. But some people, yeah, yeah so, unfortunately... I think it's so hard, though, because, you know, you saying that you just want to look for the good in someone and the love in someone. I think that's such a good quality to have. I think these days and especially within dating, I think even out of the limelight or, um, you know, being well known or whatever, it's so easy to almost expect the worst in people. Um, and always expect, you know, you arrange a date with somebody and you expect them to cancel. And I think there aren't that many people left that are always looking for the positives. You know, I think, you know, especially at the moment, like it's things that are going on in the world, like it's a very negative world to be living in at the moment. And I think it is important to try and find the positives and, you know, look for that love in people and not always expect the worst. Yeah, I try to. I am I am a super positive person. I mean, don't get you me really wrong. Are. I'm not I am I'm not, you know, constantly 24/7, but you know, 6 days out of the week, I'm I'm positive. I love me life, I love me job, I love me family and I've got a lot to be thankful for. So I try and always use that and bounce out of bed in the morning and I just it it, it is hard though because like you said, especially living in London when I was there, everyone's kind of out for themselves and I moved to 21 and you know trying to date in London in the entertainment industry at 21 I'm now 28 and I'm still single but I mean it's hard enough for me I don't know how you guys go (laughs) literally (laughs) no you've had you've had a bit of luck you've had a bit of luck but it is it's it's difficult but I think um, you can't you can't change you know who you are just because of of bad experiences you can definitely be awakened awaken to situations and you know like I said I, I've been naive in the past maybe and I've but I, I learned from it I seen a quote the other day and it said um every time you lose in something turn it into a learning instead of a losing situation and uh, yeah as long as you're learning then you know it was an experience yeah I mean I completely agree with that actually and when I was interviewing Nick and Emily for the first podcast we touched on the exact same thing I think you know with them having met during lockdown and that's obviously developed into like a really positive relationship we spoke about how obviously if it hadn't have worked out what they would have done going forward and they both said it would have been a great experience regardless and with things like this you do learn from it from past relationships from past mistakes from past anything you have to take the positives out of it and move forward and and take that into the next part of your life because otherwise you know there's no point going through these life journeys 
Exactly, 100%. Couldn't have said yeah. it any better. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> so we've obviously touched on like your concern with people maybe using you for the wrong things. Outside of, you know, actually meeting people, what are your concerns with dating in the public eye and people, you know, obviously with you becoming more and more successful, people seeing into your private life? Do you have a problem with that? Yeah, my main thing is just everyone knowing your business. You know, it's kind of like... Yeah. You know when you have an argument with your boyfriend or your girlfriend and they tell the mum, like, that's bad enough. You're like, oh, don't tell your mum or don't tell your sister. Like, it's between us and you just want to, like, cover it up. You're fine. Get on. Move on. Then imagine, like, your girlfriend, like, posts something on Instagram and, like, a million people know. Or the Daily Mail run it. Like, there was a story in the Daily Mail. And that's not really my my scene. Like I said, I've kind of been a songwriter. I've been in the back. I hear stories. But it's, you know, I keep myself to myself. And then when you date someone in the public eye and you're seeing stories and people who I don't know, I've never met before, who followed me, are posting, sending me DMs of, about like my love life. It's weird. It's very strange. And and I'm not super private. Like I'm, I wear mm. my heart on my sleeve, kind of say it as it is, wrong or right, love or hate yeah. me. Like that's how I am. And um, it's it's a it's just a weird thing. It's it's like it is. It's private, you know. And and half of the stuff isn't true that they're saying. Um, and it's also, you know, imagine when you meet someone new. The first thing usually people do is Google them. So when they, yeah. when I've had I've been before, you know, go on. Do that. <laughs> exactly. You just you want a little look, don't you? And and I've definitely had it where I've been going on a on a date and they've. Google me and it's been that awkward thing where I've not even met them yet and they've said um I don't know I'll say this but I googled you and this story's come up and it said that like you got with yeah this person behind this pit I'm like oh my god like honestly like do you even want to meet me now and it just it just puts a weird vibe on everything because it's like well first of all that's not true and then I have to explain something that wasn't even anything to do with you anyway but it just it's it's strange the whole thing's very weird <laughs> Yeah, it's so, so weird. And have you actually found since moving back to Liverpool, like getting out of the London scene has really helped, not just with you personally, but actually dating as well? Yeah, like I just honestly, I don't think I would have done as much, like I said, soul searching and stuff like that before it. But now, I, you know, I have time. It's it's time to breathe. And when I'm in London, I feel like I just hold my breath for the whole day. And then as soon as I get back on the train, I, I can breathe. I just have a lot more thinking space and, yeah, and time to be myself because I'm not working so much. Because that can definitely, like, hinder a relationship as well. You know, I'm a bit of a workaholic, especially when I'm, you know, in London. And, and that's always been an issue for people who've dated me. You know, they're like, oh... Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd be saying I've I've got this at eleven, and then I've got this at four. But it's seven o'clock. Should we go for dinner? And then and they're like, well, you know, you just slotting me in. I'm like, well, no. I, in my head, it's like it's the best of both worlds, but it's difficult. With you saying that, then do you not think it's almost better to date someone from that has a similar lifestyle because then they'll get it more? Well, that is the thing. You would think so. However, it's it's one of, I think it all comes down to the person because for me, you know, I'm busy. If I was with someone else who was super busy as well, I'd understand it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, some people just don't and they want to be the priority and they want to be... And, and that's all well and good. But, like, you know, my career is not going to wake up tomorrow and tell me it doesn't love me anymore. So I'll always prioritise that for right now until literally 
the love of my life walks in and, and you know, yeah. I can make it work. Throw but, everything out the window. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I think I've always lived by that, you know, anytime, you know, as a songwriter, I've been in and out of love and, you know, I've had great relationships and failed ones, but yeah. I've always been able to write and make money from those situations and it's kept me, yeah. it's therapeutic for me. Um, so yeah, that's one thing I would say is, yeah, your career will never wake up and tell you that it doesn't love you anymore. That is a good tip. <laughs> so do you actually use your experiences then to write songs? Oh, 100%. And have you got songs that people know are written about them? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, obviously, me Time to Talk video, I had a girl in that. Um, and then after that, I was quite clear that that song was about someone. Um, I've got a song out tomorrow with um, Vice Versa, which is exciting. That's uh, my side project that I've got. I know, that's absolutely amazing. It's been so much fun, yeah. It's like a dance project, dance pop project, but it's been really fun to write, just not just for me solely, but there's three of us in the group and we just get in, we have a great time. And I was going through a situation when we wrote Closure where I was just in a loop with someone. Just every time we'd go and ask for closure, we'd end up sleeping together or whatever, and then we'd end up back together. And it was just this cycle. So it's so weird, though, when a song comes out like, I think I wrote that song like six, seven months ago and then now it comes out and then you're so like not in that space anymore but you can remember exactly when the song comes out right where you was and how you felt. It's it's a, it's an amazing rewarding job. I do love, I do love that. Yeah, definitely. Talking about that, is there anything, because obviously like everyone, you know, we have positive experiences, we have negative experiences um, and like I said earlier, you obviously learn from that but do you think there's anything within your dating experience that you wish you could change or that you wish you hadn't done or something that you'd done differently maybe I think I'd just be less naive and always stop trying to think that I could change people I think that's my one thing that I have 150 million thousand percent (laughs) learned um you've got to take people on face value and I always I just want to help and I, I, I want to see, like I said, the good in people and stuff. But, you, you know, it's not my job at the end of the day. I think I'm busy enough now. Um, I need to just start meeting someone on face value and saying, OK, well, that's them. Does that line up with me morally? Does it line up with me, um, you know, career wise? Does it line up with me? You know, do we are we both on the same page here? I think I just I get into something and I'm very like, oh, my God, like I, I get like into stuff quickly I don't really sleep around at all like I'd rather like not be with anyone but if I meet someone I'm like all in or all out yeah yeah Yeah. for sure like I'm a Taurus so we're very loyal (laughs) and well once we're in we're in very grounded people but um yeah I think take people on face value and knowing that I am not special and I can't change anyone as much as I want to and try to help yeah it doesn't it doesn't work yeah I think everyone's the same that and everyone has been through that experience where they've thought that they could change someone. I certainly have as well. Um, and you realise eventually. But I think almost yeah. you feel better having tried. Um, I don't think, especially in my experience, I would never go back and think, I wish I'd walked away from that six months or eight months or a year before. Because you would have always looked back and thought, oh, I wonder what would have happened if maybe I'd given it a bit longer or tried doing this or tried doing that. And I think you have to go through these things and 
to know that you've made the right decision at the end to walk away yeah that's 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 it it's a hard thing to do though isn't it it's like mm-hmm. I, and also like I'm always like oh you know everyone deserves a second chance but then everyone's like okay but 12 million chances I know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I think um that's that's the one biggest lesson I've for sure learned So having, again, moved out of London and, you know, going through this period of your life where you're just focusing on yourself and just figuring out, you know, who you are and everything like that, has that changed your type? Like who you're looking for when you do decide to date? Like I'm sure everyone wants to know, like, what, (laughs) you know, who is your type? What are you looking for? It's such a difficult question because I I don't really have a type. I mean, people are, my past three girlfriends, They've all been, you know, quite feminine, mm. more more feminine than I have. Yeah. Um, they're all kind of in entertainment. Um, so I think everyone's said to me, all my close friends and family have said, why don't you try and date someone from Liverpool? Like, <laughs> they're just a, a different kind of breed. They were saying, you know, maybe, you know, these people in entertainment, it's kind of like doggy dog and everyone's out for their own. Um, yeah, I you know, can whereas, Like I said, I'd rather like sack off a job and... And um and, and stay with my girlfriend if if I was like super madly in love and all that like they come before anything but I've learned that with some other people in entertainment it's just they just want a massive career they some people are addicted to drugs I say some people are di- addicted to alcohol and some people are addicted to the limelight or them flashing cameras and the attention oh without a shadow of a doubt yeah yeah like and yeah that's what I've learned for sure so my type. I mean, it's still, you know, I like a good smile, a good set of eyes. <laughs> <laughs> a good set, so a good not one. A good set of eyes, not one. <laughs> but if it's a nice eye, then, you know, you never know. Um, and just, just someone with, like, a good heart, I think. Yeah. You know, like I said, I've I've looked past so many things in, in the past and... I need to really start listening to the stories that are told because, you know, when you get out of a relationship and you look back and you think, remember that story they said like a month in and I thought, that's really bad what you've done there. Like, how did you do that? Well, it's it's stuff like that. I need to start just like going, oh, okay, so you're that kind of character. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't say... You me- know what? Hindsight is a wonderful thing. Like, it's so easy to look back and think, I oh, know. I should have thought that or I should have thought that. But when you're in the moment, your judgment is clouded by you know god knows what like Looks. you know the love the sex the you know everything like it's that's it's it. very it's misty I've seen it's a, a misty I've environment seen a quote, i've seen a quote the other day and it said like our exes ain't shit they just done that good thing in the bedroom that we liked and i was like oh 100 percent. yeah so i um, mean I, to be honest i think a lot of people got further than they should have <laughs> if it wasn't for that <laughs> no i don't think i don't honestly don't think i have a type though um Actually, you know, one thing, someone can't be, like, too tall. I'm only small. I'm only, like, I say I'm 5'4". I'm, I'm lying. I think I'm, like, 5'2 or 5'3". But <laughs> not 5'4 in heels. Yeah, 5'4 <laughs> in, in a DM. But um, but not too not too tall. So, yeah, I'm not really looking for much. A good set of teeth, two eyes, and small. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, you heard it here first. Two eyes is really all you need. Don't be too tall. Perfect. <laughs> no. It's a short list. <laughs> literally um okay so i'm sure the one thing that everyone wants to know what are your five dating tips whether it's for people dating in or out of lockdown whether they're in the limelight not in the limelight or maybe dating somebody that's in the limelight what do you think are the five tips that people should live by when it comes to dating 
So number one, I think I've just hit on it, but I do think it's an important one is knowing that you cannot change people. So that's me number one tip. You can't change them, meet them on face value. Mm -hmm. Number two, which is something that I've found out as well, is the friend situation. Have a look at the people who are around them as well, because 99% of the time, it's kind of reflecting them in some way, you know, the people who they're hanging around with. If their friends are just very money-driven and they're very, oh, like I, I was over here in a conversation and they were just talking about how much money someone had and they only date these, this type of people if they have this amount of money. And I was like thinking, oh, that's a bit of a red flag. Um, And yeah, I just do think friends are important to see who they are hanging around with a lot of the time yeah. when you're not there. Because yeah, it's very reflective of them as a person. It's very, sure. very reflective. So have a look at the friends. Number three, I'd say, is, yeah, having boundaries that you're not willing to to move at all. Um, that's one thing that I've really, 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 really started to work on. And, you know, if, if, if it's a problem, then that's what boundaries are there for, to not allow people like that into your space anyway. So I think having healthy boundaries, you know, um, lying to you or something like that, bring it up, you know, that's not working for me and if that's not a problem for them then you know you're not matching up so healthy boundaries would definitely be just touching on boundaries like what do you think the difference is between boundaries and then also having a level of compromise in a relationship because I think obviously you're never going to get on 100% you're never going to agree 100% so how do you balance that out by ensuring you stick to your core values, but then also compromise to ensure that you still maintain a healthy relationship? That's honestly like such a great question. And I feel like we could talk about that and you could maybe give me some tips on it because <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Right. Like, so for me personally, so say you find a message on someone's phone like that straight away. If it was the other way around, I think you've always got to look. Yeah. If they done it to me, would I be OK with it? And if the answer's no, then... It shouldn't be happening in the first place. You know, people might come back, oh, well, it it was just a reply. It was this, it was that. Fine. If you want to give them the benefit of the doubt and you say, okay, if it happens again, then I'm out. But then you've got to stick to it. My thing is sometimes, you know, especially living in London, like I just get lonely sometimes. And that's a massive factor, which kept me in a situation. Um, if you're lonely it's it's okay to to be lonely it's better to be lonely actually than being something like super toxic and you know exactly I going backwards agree. and forwards but but being lonely is yeah that's like a massive massive thing which will keep you in the same loop because a bit of attention sometimes is is better than a cold bed at night but you know yeah. for the long turmoil of it all it's really not worth it but yeah I think and I think like when it comes down to it as well with um like you said, like what feels right in the relationship. The one thing I always trust and all my friends know, I say this over and over and over again, is your instinct when it comes to dating. And I think anything in life in general, I always trust my instinct. If you're, like you said, if you see a message on someone's phone or you're in a situation with someone that you think, okay, this doesn't feel right, but I'm going to, you know, like you said, give them the benefit of the doubt, your gut will tell you 100%. how you feel. Do you know what I mean? It, you'll know if you think you're doing the wrong thing. And eventually you could put that feeling off for weeks, months, years, whatever. But eventually you'll come back to it and you will realise, 
that actually I should have listened to my gut, you know, however many months ago, and I wouldn't be in this situation. But again, you know, hindsight is a wonderful thing. But that's, I think, you know, not to uh, interrupt your tips. But my biggest thing, I think, is just trust your instinct, trust your gut. And I think it will get you pretty far. That's so, it's so true, isn't it? And it yeah. sounds so simple when you say it because you, yeah, it's you easier have said that than feeling. Done. I don't want to you, get on my high horse. No. There, but. <laughs> but it's true. Everyone's had that feeling, haven't they? Where they know, like the lion, or they know, you, you know, I've laid up awake at night and looked at the ceiling with my arm around someone and I've been yeah. thinking, this yeah, ain't you know. the one. Like, this isn't feeling or making me feel fulfilled. Yeah, and it's it's so difficult. But like I said, for me personally, Sometimes I've been a bit lonely chasing a career in London, living alone, and I've I've my boundaries I've let slip because of loneliness, which yeah. is not going to happen again. So that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, guys. I'm you gonna, heard it here. <laughs> I'm going to use that actually as the fourth tip because that was really good. So I'm stealing your tip and throwing it in there. And my final tip, which I'm not going to lie, I'll hold my hands up. I've definitely done it before, and it doesn't end well. Is don't talk about exes. Just don't. You do you think? Yeah, because I've had honestly one of the worst times of my life when I've I've mentioned it because I, I'm an oversharer. Like I'll sit here, I could talk to you for the whole time. I'm exactly and I, the same. And I overshare, which I think I'm not reminiscing on the good times. I was just you know I was saying oh this happened to me and so you know where I've come from, what hurt me, you know this these are all my trigger points. So please d- try not to do that. Yeah. Um and. Yeah, then in an argument, it'll be spun. Well, you brought this up. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I, I didn't bring it up like that, though. I wasn't, like, reminiscing. But it can, yeah. it, it gives people firepower, I think. and Like ammunition, yeah. Ammunition, yeah. Face. And I just think, unless it's a must, just don't bring it up. Start fresh. Sometimes I feel a bit guilty that I've maybe mentioned stuff in the past and... And it's give people ammunition. Or, you know, maybe it has hurt the feelings, who am I to say? But I just think it's a it's a it's a hard one that. It's a touchy subject. I do definitely agree. Um and I think to be honest, I actually think it comes down to that person because yeah. I'm exactly the same. You can't shut me up, especially if I've had a few dr- like glasses of wine. <laughs> I literally will tell you my entire life story, whether you want to hear it or not. Like the the gory details included. Um but I think <laughs> I would hope that the person knows I'm not, like you said, I'm not sharing that because I'm still in love with that person or whatever. But I think it's good to share the experiences because I also think it lets you know where that person is from previous relationships. Because if you don't ever talk about it, you don't know they could have been cheated on or this or that. And if you decide, right, I don't want to hear anything about your past or your exes or this then you're kind of getting into a fairly grey area in terms of who the person is that you're dating. Do you know what I mean? I think 100%. it's, you know, you need to know some of the past. Obviously, you don't want to, you know, go on about it, you know, all night or every time you see each other. But I think it's important to talk about things so you kind of know where you've both come from and where you could potentially go in the future. Yeah, I do. I think it's a level of understanding, but yeah. I just and say... Trust, you know, I think, as well, yeah, from that them. other person, knowing that you're obviously not saying this because you're still head over heels for them. Of course, because, yeah, it's... Um, but I've definitely had <laughs> a time of it. So I got told, never, ever mention it ever again. Yeah. So that's just a tip for anyone. Just maybe don't mention it on the first or second date. Yeah, I, mean? I think that's probably a safe 
safe bet. Go. It's just avoid it. Like, first second. Be like, oh, I call you and my ex. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, by the way. <laughs> I, I got proposed to right where you're sitting. <laughs> oh my God, could you imagine? Yeah, maybe don't do that. So they are great tips. And I think tips that everyone can live by. Um, like I said, whether it's in or out of lockdown, app dating, meeting people normally. Um, and I think we've kind of, you know, short and sweet, but I think we've covered um, a lot of good subjects. But, you know, what does the future hold for you? Work-wise, personally, what have you got coming up in the next few months? Well, hopefully we get out of this lockdown because right now at the minute, Liverpool is obviously in tier three. Um, So it's, and it's national lockdown right now. But yeah, I'm back on Match of the Day X now. So that's exciting on BBC Two. Yeah, that's incredible, yeah. Thursday night, um, you know, new single out tomorrow with Vice Versa. Still writing loads of songs. I've been writing a children's book as well over lockdown, no which way. is being mad. <laughs> yeah. That's so I've got, cool. I've got an 11 year old sister, so she loves reading, and we wrote this book together, which is quite exciting. So maybe that's that'll amazing. come out at some point. Um, and I've just got my own radio show on Talk Sports, so that starts very wow. soon as well. So busy, so, busy, yeah. busy. And hopefully find the love of my life while I'm doing all that. <laughs> In between all of that, fingers crossed. <laughs> Yeah, what about you, Well, I mean, guys, you heard it here. You know, Chelsea likes you sliding into the DMs. So (laughs) get busy. What about you? Are you dating? (laughs) I I don't. I'm still in the same situation. Because obviously, like, during lockdown and this whole thing, it's hard to meet people. Um, It's awkward, obviously, now with um, the lockdown measures um, in the UK. You can't go to bars. So, you know, do you do the whole FaceTime thing? Do you have like talk on the phone like I said with Emily and Nick from the first episode they've had such a a positive experience coming out of this but I don't know I'm kind of doing you as well I'm like you know just kind of figuring stuff out obviously I'm working on this at the moment which is keeping me busy and I'm just not too fussed about it I'm not thinking about it too much and just you know if it happens great if it doesn't then it will when the time is right exactly let it let leave it to the universe exactly just let it be it will happen when it's meant to happen i think that's you know 100%. another sound piece of advice coming from the, <laughs> the two single girls <laughs> no, yeah. Woo, this, this is, is what you should awesome. do guys and we're not in relationships so we literally have no idea oh god oh, well chelsea thank you so much for thank coming you. on i the miss podcast. you so much i know i miss you too i'm gonna actually walk i mean well, i was gonna say when are you gonna have your housewarming party but i guess that's lockdown dependent you're there as soon as it happens you're there perfect can't wait well thank you so much and uh hopefully i will see you soon yeah babe see you soon <laughs>